This is the Influencers Network Podcast. My name is Brian Craig. I'm your host today. I'm the Executive Director for Influencers Global Ministries out of Bentonville, Arkansas. And uh, we've been uh, doing these podcasts for quite a few months now. And and, uh, I'm just so encouraged by the number of people who have have told me they're really enjoying these. And so, uh, you know, when you record these and put them out there, you just never know uh, if people are actually listening to them. So thank you for all of you who have given us feedback and uh we're just blessed to know that, that we can help you in your walk. So, uh, well, I'm on the road. Uh, we're, we're, we're out in California, and uh, we're in a beautiful uh, place, uh, Pismo Beach in the San Luis Obispo area, uh, where the journey has found its way. And uh, I'm today with our regional director out here, Jim Pennington. And Jim uh, is a guy who went through the journey in Bakersfield, California, which is uh, a few hours away. And, uh, and then ended up uh, finding himself relocated over here, and, and they didn't have journey groups over here. So he's a, he's a great example of what we've talked about. We did a podcast on our expansion model, and uh, we uh, talked about how God raises up a champion who has a heart to start journey groups. And then when he starts uh, leading the way, um, uh, and it just starts re- re- reproducing and growing. And next thing you know, we have a region out here. So uh, we've gotten to spend time with the guys here, and it's been very exciting to see what's been going on. So uh, welcome, Jim Pennington. Well, thank you, Brian. And uh, I uh, I want to first just let you tell a little of that story of, of how the <clears throat> how it got started here and, and just some of the things you've seen out here in the Central Coast. And then I, I want that you to share a little bit of your, your bigger story of what of transformation that God's done. But let's just start with the... The, what's going on out here in Pismo Beach? Okay. Yeah, we're on our third year of uh, journey groups, starting just, just starting now. So we've been through two. Um, we've seen some, uh, seen some expansion and reproduction. Uh, when I first came over, I, uh, I relocated here. I went to, uh, we would look for a church, my wife and I, and, and uh, picked one out and went to the men's group. And uh, I'd come from Bakersfield, so my paradigm was that all men's groups, or so to speak, uh, were were like what they is in Bakersfield, and which uh, we've, we're learning is there's nothing like what's going on in Bakersfield. Well, you know, yeah, that's, <laughs> there's only one less piercing. There's only one less piercing, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I, I mean, I got here and uh, uh, went to really it was a rather large church for the area, and uh, walked into the men's group one night and. It, I mean, I, it was like eight or nine guys and, uh, you know, it was good, great, great guys. And, but I thought, wow, this, I know there's more to this than, uh, you know, kind of maybe, you know, what's going on just because of my experience in Bakersfield. And, uh, over the course of the next year, I began visiting with the guys and I said, you know, I could show you guys something. We got to, we got to go to Bakersfield. I want to show you something. Cause I tried to tell them and that, uh, I don't know. Didn't, wasn't a good communicator i guess they weren't quite getting it but uh but i took them over there to an m24 which is an overnight 24 hours men for 24 hours and they everybody said wow we we need to jump into something like this so so they so, saw the they saw the fruit of it right they oh, and, yeah. and with all the men there and, yeah yeah they they saw all the men and 
all the you know the transforming stories and testimonies and and visiting with other men and just seeing other men uh you know you know i remember when i went the first time i, I didn't know there was that many christians in the world <laughs> um but uh, and that was about six years ago but uh so that's kind of how you know that's soon thereafter we we started uh started over here and and uh you know started one or uh, actually two groups the first year and uh we've we've moved on from there mm. So uh, what are you seeing in the lives of men here compared to what you saw in Bakersfield? Well, it's pretty, it's really similar. Uh, you know, it's all about God and, and how his spirit can work in us. And, and God is here like he's over there. Um, and just the transformation, I've, I've seen some, some marriage uh, transformations and some uh, transformed, you know, some men's lives of the thought they were uh, even... Uh, walking with God, you know, it's a term we hear all the time. Yeah, I'm walking with God. Well, what does that really mean? And and they didn't realize after going through the journey that maybe they weren't really walking with Him, you know, as intimate as as uh, they learned, you know, through the journey that it could be and should be. Mm-hmm. So uh, we spent a morning with some of your guides and, and talking about DNA and all that, and and you're kind of learning that there is a certain DNA to this thing, right? Oh, absolutely. Uh, for sure, there's a DNA, um, and and to not, uh, it's non-negotiable. Yeah, uh, and and it was good for all of our guides this morning and co-guides to to listen to you and and Rocky, um, you know, explain more of that. I mean, we've you know, I've explained it. I've uh, you know, um, we've we've read the material, the training material, and and. Uh, uh, we were getting along pretty good, but it was just a, it was just a blessing to have you guys here just to, uh, uh, to visit with them and answer questions and give insight and wisdom. And, uh, it was just an awesome, it was an awesome morning. So how many guys would you say are involved with the ministry now in this area? Well, I guess, uh, we've got about right around a hundred going through, uh, the journey this year. Um, probably total we've had closer to 200 total up to this point um uh so when we do our you know our events you know like like bakersfield i mean out you know when you're in rome you do as the romans do and so uh we do an m24 as i mentioned earlier the men for 24 hours once a year and we also do what we call an m6 which means uh, men at six and we've been having 300 men once a month come out to a barbecue and hear a man's story, mm. uh, and uh, and then we we use that as a vehicle to to try to uh, encourage them to go deeper and come into the journey group. So it's a it's a feeding me- mechanism, just like in Bakersfield. Uh, so uh, and that's been very successful, mm. uh, and and it's a lot of fun and and a lot of men. We've had nearly 30 churches, men from th- nearly 30 churches in our area over here. Um, represented so to speak that that comes so it's a it's surely non-denominational and it's it's not any one church and and uh there's no competition involved uh it's just a bunch of men that uh you know seeking christ so how many churches would you say are involved in one way or the other with this well uh there was i think this morning when we were there with the guides we counted uh, eight different churches mm-hmm. uh, uh of of the guides that were sitting there uh and that's i think we're meeting in nine locations right now tuesday through friday mm. uh, with i think 12 groups 
and um, so it's pretty broad. Yeah. Uh, it's it's you know we meet at the church because churches are a nice place to meet. They got meeting rooms and they're and they're free. Yeah. Uh, so uh, and we do have a couple meetings in homes. So, uh, but it's it's pretty pretty diverse. Mm. Well, and, and we don't get caught up on numbers, as you know, but it's just amazing to me uh, the power of one transformed life. You know, a guy like you, Jim, who learned about abiding in Christ and it just so changed you that you couldn't keep it to yourself. And then now there's an impact, a ripple effect happening here. And it's just it's and I Rocky and I are here so we can testify. We see it. We see the, the lives of these guys. So so, Jim, let, let's uh, back up a little bit and just talk a little bit about your story because uh, it ties into the influencer story I think um, so uh, you can go back as far as you want but just I guess kind of talk about the gym the BC gym maybe before Christ gym <laughs> <laughs> and then and then you know the pain you had to go through and then and then the breakthrough learning how to abide and the reconciliation that came yeah uh, I've got a lot of places to start um, I guess but um, I guess quickly, uh, you know, I received Christ when I was eight years old at a at a uh, camp, like a lot of kids do, and it was genuine, uh, and and I remember it. Um, raised in a in a in a Christian home, and and uh, but at some point, uh, you know, at some point I rebelled, um, and uh, kind of ran away, uh, like a lot of men. I mean, you know, it's not a lot different than any other man's story. I mean. But I, I, uh, um, I just uh, I went out and I chased the world, and I was going to conquer the world. And uh, business was important to me. Money was was my idol, um, and uh, I wanted to be successful, uh, you know, by the world's terms. And I just got immersed in it. And uh, along the way, got married and had uh, I had three kids, and uh, you know, I just. Uh, I put my business and my financial uh, financial goals really ahead of them, but at the same time th thought and used the excuse that I was providing for them, and that's how I justified, I guess. Um, but you know, then I really got caught up when I got I was caught up in that, and 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 I got even further caught up in the world. It just uh, um, I I uh, I was just chasing worldly things, and and I was. Uh, uh, it was all about me and and uh, selfish I, I, did, I didn't realize it at the time but you know I was number one and I was going to take care of number one and I felt like you know my family would benefit from that because if I took care of number one then they'd be taken care of and you know fast forward quite a few years you know namely 28 years let's just jump 28 years and uh, I had uh, my world came to an end. Uh, I had retired when I was 41 years old uh, with, uh, you know, what I thought was plenty of money, and I'd invested it, and uh, I uh, sold. I'd, I had sold two different businesses, and um, you know, I thought I was set, and I'd, I'd really met my goal. I retired. I always said when I was 20, my 20s and 30s, I'm going to retire when I'm 40. And I now I look back and think I don't know why. I, I don't know why that was a goal, but it sounded cool at the time, and then almost, and I did it. Well, it really went downhill from there because then I had all, all this time on my hands and I had uh, I had plenty of money. Um, I had a jet um, and I just, I went to really playing hard. I always worked hard and played hard. Um, but now I'm, 
now is really playing hard and uh, just got into some things that uh, I shouldn't have. I was not faithful to my wife um, over that period of years. Uh, chased chased uh, those kind of relationships, I guess. Um, uh, I, I just... Uh, I was just immersed in the world, and uh, it had control of me. I thought I had control of it, but it had control of me. And then all of a sudden, uh, all my investments, it's a long story, but we'll just, I'll just make a point of it, but uh, I lost everything. Um, it, everything was gone. Uh, the money was gone. Um, the lifestyle was gone. The, uh, it, 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 and, then, and then wasn't much longer than that, my family was gone, and I kind of wondered what happened. I should have known, but I was... I had always drank a lot, you know, and uh, abused alcohol, um, and I got into that time, and I really, I think I flipped from an abuser to a abused alcohol to, to an alcoholic, and I even played around with some drugs, which was really against even being in the world against my character at the time, but I did. And there was a, a year or two of that, and then my wife, you know, did she just a uh, wonderful wife and always was I was always in love with her uh, but she wore her knees out praying for me and uh, she finally said she'd had enough and uh, she was gone and uh, wanted a divorce and everything and it woke me up it seems like I guess that's what it's what it took for me it what you know it wasn't just a two by four it took a big lead pipe and mm. so you know, with everything gone and now now my family gone, because I, you know, I lost the money. I thought, oh, you know, I'll just make it back, you know. And, uh, but when the family left, I, I you know, I, I was, I was lost and I was broken. And uh, that's when God got a hold of me. And I walked into a, uh, uh, a journey group in Bakersfield. And, uh, I met those guys over there and um, came alongside me and guys that had, some of them had been through the same thing. Some of them hadn't, but accepted me. Um, and I started learning, you know, that little mustard seed that I had back when I was eight years old, it just exploded. Mm -hmm. And all this, the identity in Christ and, 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 and the intimacy with Christ all, all come rushing back. And it was, it was, it was funny because it's not, I relearned it, but it was almost like it, uh, that foundation, um, of how I was raised, you know, the verse that says, you know, the, the, the raise up your child and, you know, then they'll come back. I know that's not verbatim, but I only went to sixth grade, so. <laughs> uh, but I came back and, um, of course the first thing I did is I wanted to go tell my wife, you know, cause all she ever wanted was a, a, a Christian husband that would be the, the, uh, uh, you know, the leader of the home, the spiritual leader of the home. And, and so I thought, well, now I, I got a, I got a path to that. I want to share it with you. And she, but she didn't want anything to do with it. She didn't want to hear it. She didn't, she didn't believe it. She thought I was just, you know, maybe possibly working a way to just make things work again. And, you know, I can't blame her. She, you know, uh, but I knew it was real um, because I, I got around these, these men and heard their stories. And as time went on and going through the journey and, and it was real and it was it was really um uh, it was it was disheartening to me that, that that i i wasn't trying to prove it was real i just man don't you see it because other people were seeing it and she wasn't wanting to see it i guess and um 
so fast forward again and um you know god had a plan like he always does and his timing is perfect and uh i just submitted to him i came to the end of my own self-sufficiency and i surrendered totally and i said god you, it's just up to you to do you know what you're going to do and that, then that whatever it is you want to do is what i want to do and um uh in that time he restored so many relationships uh he he, he set my wife aside after i kind of just give her back to him uh and said please protect her uh because i'm unable to right now and uh if you just watch over and uh you know i want to do what what you have for me and so he restored my relationships with my kids uh, at this time and with my mother and my father and my sisters and um, my you know immediate family and then extended family and uh, just he started to just I look back now and it's so clear of course it was a fog then but he restored all that and then uh, about a year had went by into this after she'd left after we separated and probably you know, maybe even a year and a few months and then I saw her like a big ship out in the ocean starting to make a turn uh, slowly to come back to me and then it took six more months and uh, we renewed our vows on July 30th uh, July 30th of uh, uh, 2013 and uh, it's been a honeymoon ever since uh, we're both chasing Jesus uh, at the same time um, our marriage has been transformed. Our, both of our lives have been transformed. Uh, God even, you know, showed me how to start a new business that's that's flourishing. I, I don't deserve it. I don't understand that, but I'm so grateful and thankful that you know, just I my obedience to Him that I try to do is just out of thankfulness. Uh, it's not out of not out of works, not out of anything other than just I'm so thankful that he put that together because I can't answer the question why God doesn't put every marriage back together when one one or the other decides you know what they want to do, do. And I don't have an answer for that, so I don't even try. And I, um, that's just God will maybe God will have that answer when we get to heaven. But but I was fortunate, and I feel fortunate and very thankful that he he put everything back together, even way you know way better than it was. And uh, and it was only him, and it was through the journey and through influencers in Bakersfield. That's the conduit he used to to show me this through other men and their testimonies, and and uh, you know, Cap Prillip and and Collins and and uh, and Les and uh, and uh, Mike Letourneau and and so many more. I could name so many names, um, and I'm still just close friends with them t still today even though we've been over here for three and a half years now and uh so it's you know you hear it a lot it's a cliche but man it's been a ride it's been quite a ride <laughs> did so in the middle of all that as you were starting to get to know god better and who he really was and how much he loved you did you did you get a sense that he had a heart for your marriage too that he wanted your marriage to reconcile yeah it it was I, you know, when even even when the year was going by and the and before the turn was made to come back, I, I had this, just had this hope that that he he would, when I would have a dark day, he'd show me, a glimmer of light, and it was like let me let me sh just let me show you a little, but, it, I mean I didn't know it for sure, but he would just when I would get down, and I did, you know, it wasn't like I was full of joy every day. I'm not trying to paint that picture. 
it was hard to go through very very hard but when he knew I needed the little bump he would there he was and uh, and you know it wasn't every day or every week uh, I, don't, I don't even know how often it was but it was when I needed it and it would just give me the hope to to uh, to hang on uh, for that part of it I mean I was chasing Jesus and getting closer over here and that that part was good but this the old part I kind of wanted I wanted my wife back mm. and um, but uh, he just had other he had other plans to to he needed to fix a bunch of other stuff. And me, number one, you know, left, kind of left myself out of the story, really. But <laughs> you know, he was he was he was he was restoring our relationship with with him, mine and his. I mean, that was the main one he was restoring. Mm -hmm. But he, as he did that, he restored all the other ones in the family, and and he saved my wife for last. And uh, I guess he really. He really saved the best for last, mm -hmm. and um, so, yeah. I mean that that, you know, in a, in a nutshell, is 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 uh, you know my my journey and uh, God's story. It's not my story; it's His. Uh, he had it planned. He prepared me for what's going on now. Back, looking back, you know, hindsight, as they always say, twenty twenty. Um, but we've been here three and a half years now, and and um, it's it's awesome. It just it just kind of occurs to me that in the early days, I'm sure you wanted it fixed overnight. Or you even said it, yeah. Like, oh, look at me, I'm I'm changed, yeah. you know. But if if that had happened immediately, other things might not have happened, you know. I mean, there had to be in his timing. It had to be in his timing. It had to be, and you know, he had me do uh, <clears throat> he had me do one thing that 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 I'm going to share with you, and, and it's not because you know I know there's men out there listening, um, and and this is not advice to those men, and it's not. It's, I'm not, I'm not telling them to do this. Okay. It's, this is between you and God, but, uh, um, and, and, you know, as, as some of the stock, uh, the uh, commercials say, you know, uh, past results are not guaranteed for future. Uh, I don't know how that goes, but so, so I'm not doing that. Yeah. Um, but he, you know, he had me go to my, my wife six weeks into this and, and, and confess to her that I had not been faithful to her. And when he told me that, uh, I said, no, I can't do that. I'm not, 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 not going to do that. I, cause I don't want to hurt her. I mean, and, uh, but he said, no, you're going to do it. And I did. And, uh, I first went to my kids and told them and, uh, asked for their forgiveness. And then I went to her to ask for her forgiveness and, and make her aware of that. Because what God told me was, you know, if I put this back together, you can't have this secret. Um, cause it won't be, it won't be pure. And I said, okay, so I did it. And, uh, it just lifted a burden off of me that I, I, it, it was so freeing. But on the other hand, it was, it was so hard to do because I saw, I saw it rest on her and that, that tore me apart and it tore her apart. And then I didn't see her for th three or four months after that. Um, she, she not only was done when she said she was done now, she was really done. And, uh, but God told me to do it, and I was—I did it. Um, and I'm so glad I did now because I would hate to. Have, well, number one, I don't think it had ever come come back full circle like it has, and it, and, and if for some reason it had, I'd have this secret, and it just—it wouldn't be right. It, that would be between me and God, and I wouldn't have this personal vertical relationship with Him that I have now. It just that would be in the way. And so now I understand why He wanted me to do it. That's something so difficult to do, but. 
and I'll say it again, I'm not telling guys to do that if they've been in that situation or they've, they've cheated on their wife or they, whatever. Um, I'm not, that's not my, I'm just telling you my story. And if, if it can, if you can take a part of my story and use it good, but, uh, that's all I'm doing is sharing what, what God had me do. Mm. Uh, one little, one little side story, which I think is almost icing on the cake was the, just this little story you you said one of your sons was, was harboring some bitterness towards you. And, uh, and he went on a mission trip, and just tell that what happened there. Well, he went over to to a mission trip for a month in uh, Indonesia, and uh, uh, there he he went over there, you know, to minister to, to unsaved people. And uh, but every time he got into a village and into a home, they all they wanted to know about was was America, and and the second thing they wanted to know about was tell us about your family, and. I guess he, you know, he got so tired of answering because he would, he told the story of his dad, you know, he was, he was, you know, he hadn't forgiven me and he was, he was mad at me and rightfully so. Um, and he didn't really want to talk about it, but he, he kept expressing that, well, yeah, my, you know, my, their, my parents are separated. My dad, you know, uh, cheated on my mom and, you know, he, he told him the story, but at some point when he was there for the month, uh, there was a uh, Muslim man who had converted uh, to a Christian who was a leader of, of this village. I guess they have kind of leaders, you know, of the villages, the, the guy in charge, I guess. And he came to my son and uh, out of the blue, so to speak, uh, told him that he needed to go back home, forgive his dad. And uh, my son it kind of blew my son away. And he tells a testimony about it and he tells it better than I do because he lived it. Um, but uh, and another a girl that was with him that had you know, had dreams and uh, uh, visions, um, and, and they they all came true. Uh, one of them, I'll just share the one. This girl said, you know, when you get back, I think, you know, your family's going to be fine. I saw your mom and your dad on the beach, and she described this, and I saw, um, you know, I saw your brother with you, and I, I think at the time she didn't even know, you know, he had a brother, uh, sounded like, and uh, she, uh, she said, I saw your mom with smiling, and you guys were, you guys were uh, happy, and and I saw a 50-pound weight drop off of uh, your mom's shoulders. And so, you know, he, he's, he's like blown away. Well, he comes back, and, and we uh, uh, picked him up at the airport. And uh, he got into the car, and we're driving back. And his girlfriend, now that his wife, uh, is, was with, with us. And he got in the car, and he asked uh, for to forgive him for not forgiving me mm-hmm. and it was awesome it was it was unbelievable and uh, he just went on and on and on and he tried to tell this story and he was crying and um about this dream and about this man and about you know that he went over there to minister people but he come back they ministered to him and he was he asked for my forgiveness and uh obviously obviously said i forgive you for sure uh you know forgive me and um so uh, uh, at, at, uh, at that point, um, my wife, Amy was sitting in the passenger seat and she just, she says, wow. She says, I just feel like a 50 pound weight fell off of my shoulders. Mm. I was like, Whoa. <laughs> so yeah. And it, and it was the next day that we renewed our vows. 
because because she was kind of waiting for the blessing of of her youngest son that she had a, a close relationship with that she really didn't she was thinking she wanted to but and that's kind of her story and she would tell it but she was had she had the feeling but she was waiting for him to say hey mom it's okay mm -hmm. and he basically through that story said mom it's okay and mm -hmm. So it was cool. <laughs> so God, God helped help the process. I mean, He helped by speaking to your to your son. You yeah. know, oh, uh, totally th through those people in another country. Wow. Yeah. Well, and I, I'm sure, Jim, that well, it's already happening. God's using your story here. With I mean, there's a lot of broken men out there. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of men have screwed up. There's a lot of men living for the wrong things, and 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 you, you can just be a real guy, a relatable yeah. guy. You know. Uh, that they can they can follow and uh, learn from. So uh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, Jim, thank you, thank you for sharing. I know there's more to the story uh, than we could probably do in one podcast, yeah. but uh, but I guarantee there's someone out there listening who needed to hear that today. So uh, thank you for sharing your your story. Thank you for what you're doing here and uh, the fruit of what we see here, and uh, it's just so exciting. And I know this is going to reproduce into other cities. People here are going to move to other cities and all that. So uh, wow. It's really good. Well, uh, again, if you uh, if you are listening to this and you're not part of our network, not part of Influencers, want to know more about the journey, go to our website, uh, influencers.org. Uh, we have a podcast page under the resource tab if you want to look at other podcasts we've done. Uh, also, you can send us a note uh, through the contact form, and we'll be glad to give you more information about how to start a journey group where you are. But I hope you understand one man who has a desire to go start this can, can start it anywhere anywhere and it doesn't have to have doesn't have to even have a church's endorsement they can just go and just decide to go make disciples and god will bless it so uh so just keep that in mind out there because we we really believe god's going to invite us to new, more and more cities but the way he's going to do it is by raising up champions like jim in in cities that we don't even didn't even expect so uh when we when we we never had a strategy and if we did i don't think we would have said we're going to go to pismo beach next you know it just it, god chose this place so uh anyway we're, we're so encouraged and excited and hope you guys are too so anyway this is the influencers network podcast i'm your host brian craig and i'm going to keep reminding you to abide in christ and to go make disciples god bless you